Hey there, Happy New Year! Muriel and I wish you all the best in 2020. I'm super excited to see you again today for the latest episode of the podcast. Before we get started, though, a big thank you to the fellow romantics who helped make this episode possible. Thank you so much. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Taste of a Smile, Part 31, Drops. The tears in Mary's eyes made the room look blurry. She blinked twice, taking in a shaky breath. She wrapped her arms around herself and looked back at Lex. Something was wrong. Lex's face had turned white as a sheet. Mary stepped toward her before even fully registering what was happening. Lex's knees gave way first. Mary managed to wrap her hand around Lex's arm just in time. Lex's full weight pulled at the muscles in her shoulder. Oh, shit! She gasped as she guided Lex onto the floor as slowly as she could. Lex landed on her knees first, then rolled onto her side. Mary dropped to her knees as well. She grabbed her shoulder, grimacing. Oh, God. Lex groaned, eyes closed. What's wrong? Mary asked. She looked around the apartment. Where was the phone? She needed a phone. Everything. Spinning. Lex said between labored breaths. Mary remembered that she had a smartphone and pulled it out of her pocket. I'm calling 911. No. Lex gasped, covering Mary's hand. Her skin was clammy. Mary was shaking badly. She had trouble unlocking her phone. You need an ambulance. No, please, Lex pleaded. It's just vertigo. Vertigo? Mary asked. She could hear the blood ringing in her veins. Lex squeezed her eyes shut, then opened them wide, still lying on her side. Just give me a minute. Mary ran her thumb over the screen of her phone. Lex needed help, but Mary didn't want to upset her even more by calling in the troops. Please, Lex whispered. Just stay with me for a minute and I'll be fine. The agony in Lex's voice took Mary's breath away. She lowered the phone. I'm here, she said softly. For some reason, she felt the need to lie down too. Lex's eyes searched her face as they both lay on the floor in silence. Her breathing was slowing down. The sun had set and the only light in the room came from the city outside. Mary felt the lump in her throat grow. Pain was etched onto Lex's face. The dark shades under her eyes stood in stark contrast with her white skin. It broke Mary's heart to see her like this. Why are you crying? Lex croaked. Mary's hand shot to her cheek, wiping away the unwelcome tears. Are you sure you don't need to see a doctor? She asked, pushing herself onto her hands and knees. Yes, I'll be fine in a minute. Lex sighed. Mary huffed and snapped. You said that ten minutes ago. She regretted it immediately. The torrent of emotions had pushed her to the edge. Sorry, she added softly, wrapping her arms around her knees. I'm just scared because you're not well and won't let me get help. Lex placed both hands onto the floor and sat up with a groan. I'll be fine, she said. Her voice was barely louder than a whisper. Mary took in the living room. 
Her eyes fell on a lamp on the dresser. She got to her feet. It felt wrong to walk away from Lex, even if it was just a few steps. But she did it anyway. Oh, Lex muttered when Mary turned on the lamp. Sorry, Mary winced. Too painful? Lex rested her forehead on her knees. No, it's okay. Only adjusting. Mary tugged at the little ring in her ear. Her winter coat rustled. Should she take it off? It was warm inside the apartment, but she wasn't sure if she should stay. Okay, the floor stopped moving. Lex said, I'm going to try to get up. Let me help you, Mary said, slipping out of the coat and throwing it onto the couch. She hurried to Lex's side. With Mary's help, Lex slowly got to her feet. Mary's eyes were pulled to Lex's ear. It was smaller than she remembered. It made her want to pull Lex into her arms on the spot. Okay, couch, Lex said, clearing her throat. Mary nodded and held on tightly to Lex's arm as they shuffled in the direction of the couch together. Lex reached for the side of the sofa and sat down quite suddenly. Okay, she said, throwing a pillow to the side. I'm okay now. Mary scratched the back of her neck. What just happened? Lex ran a hand through her hair. The doctor told me this vertigo thing is probably stress-related. I'm supposed to relax and rest. She chuckled sadly. (laughs) Then my mom showed up. Oh, shit. Mary mumbled, walking to a chair across the couch. That's why you didn't reply to my messages. Lex looked up. You sent me messages? She patted the pockets of her sweatpants. I turned off my phone and... Don't worry about it, Mary said, plopping down. The knot in her stomach tightened. She had come here to confront Lex at the worst possible moment. You don't have to stay if you don't want to, you know, Lex said, her eyes fixed on the window. Mary's eyes flicked to Lex. She could see the muscles in her jaw shift. I want to keep an eye on you, she said, frowning. Lex kept staring at the window. Color had returned to her face. The dark circles under her eyes were a reminder of how fragile her state was, though. I understand, Lex said out of the blue. It startled Mary. Understand what? Lex pointed at the window. Tiny drops of rain had gathered on the glass. The city lights reflected in each and every one of them. I get why you're done, Lex said softly. Mary's eyes focused back on Lex. She was still looking at the raindrops. Mary felt like she should say something, but she didn't know what that would be. Part of her wanted to get up and go sit next to Lex. You're right, Lex added, wiping her cheek. I do lie. Mary pushed herself up and walked over to Lex. Hey, she whispered, sitting down a few inches from Lex. We shouldn't talk about this right now. You need to rest. Lex grabbed Mary's coat from the back of the couch and pulled it against her chest. Did you really mean what you said? About being done? Mary averted her eyes. The raindrops on the glass were multiplying every few seconds now. She considered Lex's question. The painful knot in her stomach told her everything she needed to know. Yes, she said. I did. A gust of wind swept the raindrops to the right. Mary followed their path, sniffing back tears. I'm, I'm not like, like you, Mary, 
Lex stammered after a long silence. I wish I was more like you, but I'm not. What do you mean? Mary asked, tucking some hair behind her ear. You're so comfortable with who you are, Lex continued. You've got it all figured out. Mary snorted and wiped her face with her sleeve. No, I haven't. But you don't hide who you are, Lex said. You don't play the game everyone else in this goddamn city is playing. What game is that? Mary asked guardedly. Lex took in a deep, long breath. The money game, the power game, the lying. She stopped speaking and lowered her head. Mary pulled at her sleeves, covering her hands. I actually think most people don't play those games, she replied. Most people just try to be a good person. Lex nodded in defeat, eyes fixed on the coat. Mary bit on the inside of her cheek. She felt like her words might have been too harsh. She still couldn't bring herself to take them back. She had let Lex off the hook long enough. I know you might not believe me, but I do want to do better, Lex finally said, her voice cracking. Mary closed her eyes and clenched her fists. It was so tempting to believe Lex. It was so tempting to tell herself they could go back to how things had been just a few days ago. You met my mother, Lex said, steadier now. Mary nodded. My father is much worse, Lex sighed. Mary chuckled sadly. I'm sorry. They hate me for what I did. For speaking up at my old job, Lex explained. She gently placed Mary's coat on the back of the couch. For the first time in a while, Mary met Lex's gaze without hesitation. Your parents suck. Lex tilted her head, grimacing. Yeah, they do, she agreed. Mary blew out a breath and focused back on the window. Lex sighed. I'm such a mess. No, Mary replied, pretty much on autopilot. You just made a mess. Lex laughed sadly. <laughs> right. Okay, that's clever. The corners of Mary's lips curved up just a little. I didn't come up with it. I read that in a book. Okay, Lex answered. I guess I need to start reading more. Mary folded her hands and snorted. <laughs> yeah, but no business books. Look where those got you. <laughs> right? Lex giggled. She shook her head in disbelief and giggled again. Mary soon followed. Her chest shook as she laughed, her cheeks glistening as she cried. God. Lex sighed, wiping away tears. I feel like I have to start over. She threw up her hands. Like I need to grow up again. Mary nodded in understanding. You're not alone, she croaked. I have some soul searching to do myself. You? Lex asked. No, not you. I lied to your mother, Mary said. That's not the same, Lex hurried to say. And I purposefully didn't tell Mildred North my name. Mary added, her cheeks blushing in embarrassment. You didn't because you knew I didn't want you to, Lexant, shuffling closer to her. I know, Mary replied, plucking at the collar of her sweater. That's the problem. I would have never done that in the past. Oh, Lex nodded slowly. Mary traced a vein on her own hand with the tip of her finger. 
Lex cleared her throat. <clears throat> I'm going to miss you. Mary squeezed her eyes shut, hit by the finality of this conversation. I'm going to miss you too, she admitted. What will we do at the store? Lex asked, rubbing her temples. Mary lifted her shoulders. Just be ourselves? We can still be friends and co-workers, right? I would love that, Lex said. Mary didn't miss the pain in her voice, no matter how hard Lex was trying to hide it. She wished she could pull Lex into a hug and hold her until all of this pain had subsided. She knew she couldn't. You don't have to stay. I'll be okay, Lex said quietly. Mary studied Lex's face. Are you sure? Yeah, I'll go to bed and call the doctor if I still feel bad in the morning. Lex smiled tiredly. All right, you can always call me too, Mary said and reached for her coat. I'll walk you out, Lex said as Mary straightened. Mary held up her hand. Please don't. Stay on the couch, please. Lex sunk back into the sofa. Okay. Mary folded the coat over her arm, still not sure about leaving. Will you text me in the morning? I will. Lex replied and turned to look at the window again. Thanks. Good night, Mary said and took a step in the direction of the hallway. Lex didn't reply and kept staring at the city instead. Mary nodded in resignation. Her eyes burned as she started walking. She pulled the apartment door shut behind her without hesitation. This was part 31 of The Taste of a Smile. You know what I love the most about creating this podcast? That I get to talk to you. Hanging out with you on the fellow romantic community is so much fun, and I hope you'll come and chat about this episode with me and other romantics. We talk about all sorts of other stuff too, of course, like starting 2020 with a cold. Not a member yet? You can join for free at lesbianromantic.com. All right, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you again soon for the next part of The Taste of a Smile. Bye. Welcome to the Bells and Whistles Theater. Step inside and follow me into an enchanted realm of sound. It would be my privilege to welcome you to the Bells and Whistles Theater today. Go to the Patreon membership page and see if there's a seat available. Patreon.com slash lesbianromantic.